listening to one podcast that supports equality by offending everyone equally. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is a fucked up rebuttal shit. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. With your host, Daniel Ripples. I do like a finger in the ass. And Mike Morado. My is his now. <laughs> so sit back, relax, and prepare to be desensitized. We're on a mission from God. Your toes on the trigger. And they're here to help you keep from pulling it. Welcome everybody to the Toe on the Trigger podcast episode 036. I am Daniel Repples and with me in studio... Hello. Hello there. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you just fine. All right. You can't hear you. Though. I I I'm, I think I can now. We're good. Okay. I think everyone else can hear you too. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, how's your week? Uh, pretty uneventful. Hey, me too. Yay. Yeah, we're are each other's only friends still. I know. Yeah, it's pretty lame. Uh, I think we've spent entirely too much time with each other this last uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven days. I agree entirely. Ever since, uh, ever since Mike disappeared off the face of the planet. Yeah, I, I kind of can't stand you anymore. <laughs> That's okay. I can't stand me either. I, and I know I've been annoying as fuck. So nah, you've been fine. Whoa, hey. <laughs> the show the was end. about to, the show was about to close. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, I should get that fixed. Uh, I finally got the computer fixed. It Yay. was, you know, all the porn I was watching kind of took a toll. So, yeah, I thought that I could beat the system by using a Linux computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wrong. Oh, man. Yeah, didn't end up working that way. But uh, So it was porn then? Yeah, it might have been. I don't know. Okay. It was just acting really funny. So I was like, yeah, it's time, it's time for a change. Yeah. I didn't realize how hard that change would be. It took many sleepless nights till like 2 in the morning to get it fixed. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I got laid last night. Yay! Yeah, it was cool. It was yeah, penis and and vagina melded together. It sucks though, because well, I mean, I guess this is a uh, the best time as any to uh, to go into to this first portion is uh, there is uh, should I do I have to do the news thing? Yeah, do the news thing. Do I have to do the news? It's a big fucking deal. Okay, okay. You gotta talk while I do this. Okay, so uh, uh, hmm, well. Daniel, hurry up. I don't know where it is. Really? Yeah, it's in here somewhere. I'll just do it for you. Bum, 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 bum. No, I, I think that's wrong anyway. No, here here it is. No, I was right. You had it right. Tonight, on the Toe on the Trigger News at 7.30, <laughs> this is your world. Uh, Daniel Repples is officially, like, completely, fully single from whatever it was that he was doing for a few months. Um, so, yeah, and with more on the story, Daniel Repples, take it away. How's that? Does that work for that you? That's beautiful. I, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it worked, it worked well. So, yeah, uh... Lauren and I, uh, it's been a couple weeks now, so it's kind of old news. It's not really breaking, but I guess it's breaking to everybody else. It's like it's, broken news. It's, 
I mean, because as you know, as everybody who listens regularly knows, yeah, I was dating one of our former guests on the show. Yes, uh, Miss Lauren, and uh, you recently we decided to uh, to part ways. Yeah, and uh, it's for the best. I mean, you know what? It's weird because it's it's one of the it's kind of like a, a moment of of growth because usually, like, I turn into that really like heartbroken. Like sad, sappy person. You're like when, a puppy dog. Yeah, when something like this happens, and uh, this time I'm a lot more stable about it. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, it's sad, like it kind of blows, mm-hmm. but like I see like her side of it, and I also see like my side of it, and I'm like, nah, it's probably for the best, you yeah. know? Yeah. But uh, I mean, kind of what what really kind of happened is we just, you know, when you first start a relationship. You wouldn't know anything about this, but like you're blinded <laughs> by Fuck by you. the way you feel about the person. Yeah. So you just don't see certain things. Yeah. I think that we both kind of suffered from that. So we would like see them, but we just like turn a blind eye. Yeah. You know, and none of them were anything for me at least that were like red flags, mm-hmm. but they were like yellow flags. Yeah. Which I mean, and I, I explained this to her. I was like, well, yellow flags aren't always bad, and you can. You know, you can always learn to compromise mm-hmm. around yellow flag situations. And I mean, red flags can be that way, too. It just kind of depends on what the, uh, you know, what exactly the flag is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we had a, a couple, you know, a couple little things happened. And uh, it just it just was downhill from there, kind of. You know, we just sort of started to drift apart. And so now uh, here I am. But, Com- I mean, are you okay? No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am okay. I have a couple days where I'm just like, man, like it sucks. Like I don't know. I actually sleep at my own house now. Yeah. Every night, and that's kind of weird, you know. And I, I don't, I don't like have any because we we're doing this thing because we talked about the whole good morning text thing. Right. Her and I, like when we first started dating, and uh, you know, she was like, oh, "Why do you always just say like good morning with a period? Like it just seems so abrupt and just yeah. good morning, you know." <laughs> So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to be a little bit more original. I'm going to send you like something cool in the mornings. Yeah. So like I would try to come up with like song lyrics or like a movie quote or just something. And I thought, oh, this will be easy because like I'm really good with, you know, I, I hear music, you know, I'll hear a song. I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Okay. And for the first like week and a half, two weeks, I was like, boom, I just had like song lyrics all the time. Yeah. Then after that, I was like, fuck, like I'd, I'd be thinking like the night before. Oh. And I had like a little notepad in my phone. Oh my god! Where like if I heard a song, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna write this song down. And then I, the next morning, I'd be like, okay, now what line in that fucking song was I thinking about when I wrote this down? Yeah. So like I had like a working document in my phone, and uh, so it's kind of weird to not have to do that anymore. I have a question. I, it's not that, that I had to, but like feel like I, you know, yeah. What's your question? My question is, that's a very that's very sweet. Yes. It's very um. It's adorable, even. Oh, thanks. Is it toads um, adorbs? It's uh, not quite okay. toads, but it's a, uh, <laughs> but it's sweet and and it's unique and original, which is, which is cool and hard to find. Um, oh. But my question is, since this relationship did not last, sit. We prefer the term situationship. I'm sorry. Since the situationship did not last okay. very long. Yes. Do you feel like you kind of like wasted your originality on something that didn't last? No, I think that, um, I mean, honestly, like if I wanted to pull that same shit again with someone brand new, it's not like they're going to know. I mean, except for, you know, the podcast. (laughs) I mean, 
Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> God damn it. I'm just saying. I just like... need to learn to shut my mouth, huh? <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I don't think so. Cause, uh, it's kind of cool. Cause every relationship I'm in or whatever, I, I learn something about me. Right. You know, and this, so this last one, like I learned a lot about myself. You know, I learned the, the, you know, I learned, uh, what did I, what the fuck did I learn? You learned that you're very clingy and you get very like all at one time, like with one person. Well, and that's how it was at first. And then like we, we talked it out for a little bit and then like the cleanest kind of, I mean, even though I was at her house a lot, mm-hmm. you know, I spent the night, like the cleanest went away, mm-hmm. you know, where it was to the point where we were, we were like talking throughout the day, but it wasn't like this weird obsessive thing like it used to be. Yeah, and I did notice that. Yeah, and it was like, you know, I was still doing, like, other things. Oh, you know what else you learned? Hmm. You are a true hipster at heart. Oh, dude. I already knew that, but I didn't want to fucking, like... it, like, solidified. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, I... Yeah, and, you know, that's, like, one of the most depressing things I'm learning about myself. You know, I think I'm almost better off thinking that I'm having an identity crisis than (laughs) actually, like, having this hipster knowledge. And it's not because, like... There's anything wrong with being into, like, weird, obscure shit. Right. It's just the people who are into the same weird, obscure shit are fucking assholes. Yeah. They're just, oh, God. I I fucking hate hipsters. I do. I see them, and I hear them talk, and they're just everything they do is just so elitist, you know? Yeah. And I'm trying not to do that with some of the stuff I'm getting into. Mm -hmm. And and. (laughs) And you see me because with like the whole record thing, I'm starting to build up a record collection. Yes. And I'll say like, you know, this, this. They're like, well, why though? I'll be like, because the record gets cleaner and <laughs> it's a better sound. And it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I feel like you're one of those black people that hates black people. Yeah, it's probably I'm a self-loathing Jew almost. Yeah, yeah I'm a self-loathing hipster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, well, this is my life. Which, but... from the outside looking in, is kind of it's cute and sad. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll work on it. Such is my life. But uh, yeah. So anyway, so so yeah. So that that's no longer a thing. I think the worst thing about it is the fact that like we were going to be friends, but we've barely talked. Really? Yeah. It's just kind of like we've I've tried. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's just there's nothing happening, really. And it kind of sucks because it's like I'm on the end of of a loop. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, that Daniel thing was fun. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what I feel like. I I don't I don't feel like it was like, oh, man, like it's really a bummer that it didn't work out between him and I. But like, you know, it'd be cool to hang out with him. It's almost just like, well, that was fun. Move along, you know? Really? Yeah, it feel, I feel like that. You know, I feel kind of dismissed. And that's, that's kind of a shitty feeling, yeah, you know? It but, is. uh, I don't know. When you understand a person's pattern based on what they've told, they've told you. Yeah. I've almost, I was preparing for it for a while. Mm. You know, like I mentally was like, okay, like this is a potential, like, this is something that might potentially happen. So I have to be ready for it when it does. Yeah. And so when it did, it was like, oh, that hurt a lot less than it could have. Yeah. So I think I'm just super jaded by relationships that I like, I almost expect them to end now. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that kind of fucked? It is fucked. I kind of get it. But yeah. yeah. And I mean, I guess all the better. I mean, keep a lower. I mean, don't try to fuck it up. See, but you know what, though? When I was dating that one, the tall guy. Yeah. Um. 
tall guy? Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. He, uh, <laughs> I was waiting for that to end because it was so like, it was, okay, it wasn't perfect. He was not a great guy. Yeah. But I was so, I was like, dude, this guy is hot. He's out of my and league. He's and, way out of my yeah. league. And like, but he just got out of prison, you know what I mean? So I can, I can do this, but, um, but he was so just the opposite of what I was used to Yeah. in every way. So I was like, this is not going to last at all. He's not clingy at all. I mean, he's clingy, but he's not like, he's possessive. Like, yeah. he'd be like, you can't talk to anybody. You're my property, of, but I'm yeah. just going to leave you on a shelf. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, I was just kind of waiting for that one to end. But, yeah. And then yeah. when it did, and you know, what's weird is like, there was a point and I don't even know how, like how much I should go into this, but there was a point when I kind of checked out. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, because she, there was something that was said. She said, uh, like, I keep trying to find reasons to be mad at you. Oh, yeah. Or to, like, or to find, like, an out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why? <laughs> you know, like, why would you want to do that? And then, uh, like, I was like, okay, there's red flag. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, then there was a point where, you know, something, she got kind of mad at me about something. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was something that. In my mind, like, I understand why she was irritated by it. Right. But because it carried on for a couple of days and then carried over into a date. Yeah. Like, it kind of made me feel like the priorities of certain things were kind of fucked up. Totally. And so that was a second red flag. And that was in the course of one night. Yeah. So I instantly had two red flags go up. And when red flags go up, the first thing that I do is I put up my defenses. Mm -hmm. And I kept them up. And then just for the next few days, like, we just kind of... I think we both just started to see, like, the truth, mm -hmm. which wasn't the fact that, like, either of us are, you know, bad people or anything like that or even incompatible, but there were some things that I think were non-compromisable. Right. You know, and so when it, she was finally, I just asked her straight up, I was like, dude, like, just tell me what's up. Like, am I in the end of the loop? Like, what's going on? And she just said, yeah. And I said, okay, like, that's cool. You I know? totally get that. The checking out thing. I mean, that, honestly, I think I... I think I did that with the three relationships I've had. There was one thing that happened or one or two things. And I was just like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. emotionally yeah. not here anymore. Yeah. And you know, it, it's fine when you do that. And then it's maybe a month or something mm -hmm. longer. It sucks when you do it and you're back and you're still in it for like a couple of years, <laughs> you know, cause with, you know, yeah. I'm not going to count all the relationships that like, you didn't know me for mm -hmm. because you know that not the last one but the one before that like that's just such a long yeah but like the first the first girlfriend right you 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 get it. I, I know yeah. what you're talking about uh we were we went out for four years you know yeah. and it's just there was uh there was a point when there was a point when i checked out and it was way before four years yeah. you know and yeah. uh because I felt like my role wasn't established to uh, the way I wanted it to be, and I kept trying to say like, "Look, I'm I'm your boyfriend. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm your boyfriend. I'm not like I'm not your caregiver. Yeah, you know, like I, I'll be here to take care of you when things get shitty, but like I'm not gonna take care of everything. I'm not. You you can't depend on me that much, right? For these things, you know, we have to be independent a little lot of shit. Yeah, you know, and. uh I was going somewhere with that. Oh, the checking out, you know, and then think the reason why the second one was so hard mm -hmm. was because I hadn't checked out. Oh, yeah. Like, because I, I checked out the night that, like, I broke up with her, mm -hmm. but it was, like, a bitter checking out. Like, I was only, like, really mad. 
Like, I was just pissed, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm going to beat this person to it. And I did. And I felt great about it for, like, an hour. <laughs> I was going to say, like, 10 seconds. Yeah. And then it was just inst- this instant regret. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's exactly what I did with my with my first relationship is I, I jumped the gun a bit because I was, you know, I had checked out a little emotionally and... I, uh, whoa, Sorry. hello. I did not mean to boost you that much. I apologize. I forgive you. Um, wow. It's okay. I like hearing my voice. Yeah, wow. Um, that that was like, I barely touched the gain knob and you're just like, <laughs> coming in hot. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, now you get to hear it. That's, That's it. beautiful. Okay, I forgot what I was going to say, but I have a question. Yeah. So you and this person are not really close friends. Are you kind of friends? What, me and the person? This last person. This last person? The situationship. Oh, I mean, are we close? Were we close? No. Are you currently... So you said you're not friends right now. I'm not saying we're not friends. I'm just like, we just haven't, like... Do you think you'll become friends I think it'd be. I think it'd be nice, but history has shown me that that has never worked. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, and then the other one, uh, the last two, you haven't really... Yeah, I mean, I, I've with. tried. Like, the first one just kind of went off and did her own thing. Yeah. And the second one kind of did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, because I, I ran into an ex the other day. Nice. And uh, I... it uh, All those thoughts of, like, maybe we could be friends, you know? They yeah. popped up. But you've tried all that before. I mean, I've tried, but in reality, like... The last, the two people before are, they immediately were in like other relationships, like within a week or so. Yeah. Or the same day. Oh, you you, know? wait, which, which one did you see? Oh. Talking about the chick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you know, I ran into her and I'm like, oh man, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, well, you know, you were, you were there. Yeah. I was like, I miss her. Well, but... I was just standing there like, I wish you would step back from that <laughs> ledge, my friend. Yeah. I actually, I was with a different friend and she told me if, if she becomes your new like obsession or like you keep going back to this person, like I will murder that person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, geez. Well, because I mean, I think you and I are the same like that. Like when we find somebody, we just are like all about them. Oh, yeah. You know, and. And it's not healthy. And that's kind of, again, why I like this last thing I had going because it was like, it was so casual. And like, there was the every time I thought there was some kind of pressure, mm-hmm. she kept reminding me, like, dude, there's like no pressure. Like, calm down. I was like, all right, cool. Like, this is good. You know? Yeah. And it was really easy and just like easy to hang out with. I did, I could like be more of myself, mm-hmm. you know? And that was really comforting to, to be a part of, you know? Yeah. That's good. So, but, uh, Originally, I was going to say, I got laid last night. <laughs> yes. Right? And uh, this is all going to kind of flow into like one kind of long story because it's okay. like, okay, so it's Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I had worked all day. Mm-hmm. Nothing great or bad, just yay, Sunday, 12-hour shift. So I'm at this person's house. Things are going on, whatever. But before things start to happen, I start to, I get this like minor little headache, right? Okay. And then it keeps getting worse and worse until it's a full-blown fucking migraine, mm-hmm. right? So in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm just not, I'm not going to work tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I'm 
this is going to last all through. The, I mean, I know that once I go to sleep, when I wake up, it's going to be gone. Right. But in my mind, like this migraine is going to last at least a year and a half. Yeah. Right. Aww. So like I'm checked out. Like I'm already thinking, okay, I need to call in and make sure that everybody's covered for tomorrow and like that they don't need me there, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so I was already not going to work today. Yeah. So anyways, I took a hot shower. Mm-hmm. I got laid. Mm-hmm. Headache's gone. <gasps> right? Nice. Yeah. Magical pussy. Well, I mean, the headache was gone before the pussy happened. Oh. But, I mean, the hot shower did like wonders. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so I go home. I get I get home like 2.30, close yeah. to 3. I got to be up at 6.30, so like close to 7. So I wake up and I feel like garbage. I just feel like ass. I'm like, fuck, man. I don't want to do Monday right now. Yeah. Right? So I get to work. And I'm like, okay, I'm here now. The day's beginning. Everything will be good. All my coworkers are in a deep for a pretty good mood for a Monday, mm-hmm. right? So I'm wearing these pants, <laughs> and uh, they they were nice pants when I bought them. Like they're jeans, but they they look they look good on me. Yeah, they fucking were my favorite, but they sucked. Like they kept getting holes in them, and like the belt loop ripped right. And so there's this little hole right in the corner of the pocket. Mm-hmm. And I went to go sit down, and my big fat ass just ripped it right down. Right. Oh, no. Yeah, so I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I need to go home and change my pants. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, you know what? No, I'm just going to go to the store and just buy a pair of pants. Okay. I'll just do that. Okay. And this is the point, this next part of the story is where I feel like I ruined a, Me- a Mexican woman's life. Like, oh. I, I, her children are starving because of me. Oh, my God. Okay. So I show up at, at Target mm-hmm. and I'm, I just, I find a pair of pants. I'm like, hey, those look nice. And you're going to be proud of me. I actually went into the dressing room. <gasps> wow. I tried them on first. That's amazing. Well, because I wanted, to, I didn't want to like go to work, put them on, and be like, fuck. And then I have to, so I put them on and I was like, well, they're on now. Like, I might as well wear them out. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I fucking put the other pants on and then just take them? It's just made no sense. Yeah. So I go back out and I was like, hey, can I pay for these here? And the lady's like, no, you have to pay in the front. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to wear them out. Yeah. Like, I didn't ask, can I? I said, I'm going to. Yeah. She's like, oh, no, you, you can't do that. I was like, oh, I, I can, though. And I, I, that's what I intend to do. Yeah. Because there are there's a fat hole in these other pants. And so she's like, okay, I'm going to have somebody walk you there. <laughs> okay. So this lady, she's walking me, and she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, blood. She's like, happy. Yeah. She's like, happy to be doing it. And she's this Mexican lady, has like a slight accent. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you have a Target card? I'm like, nah, no, don't need one. She's like, oh, do, do you have an ID? I was like, yeah, but I'm, you know, you don't need to card me. They're yeah. pants. You know, I'm not gonna get, <laughs> not gonna get drunk or loaded. Yeah. On these, on this fine denim, <laughs> and uh, and so she's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, if you if you apply for the card, you know, you get a discount. I was like, no, I'm trying to dig myself out of debt, right? Yeah. And so she's trying because every time they sign someone up for this card, they get a commission. Right. So that's her big goal is I'm going to sign this guy up for this this card. Mm-hmm. And so their incentive is if you apply for the card, you automatically get 20% off your purchase. Mm-hmm. And then you just put it on the on the credit card. Yeah. And she's like, you know, essentially, oh, uh, what did she say? She said, uh, I said, no, I'm trying to get out of debt. And she's like, well, you know, essentially you could save more money. I was like, no, that's not that's not true, though. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like what <laughs> and i go well when you think about it i was like yeah i may save 20 percent on the pants but then if i put it on the card then there's interest put on the pants right right i was like but let's just say that you try to apply for the card and then i don't get approved 
Then I have a mark on my credit report. <laughs> I'm telling her this. I'm explaining this to her. Yeah. I was like, so I have a mark on my credit report, which then brings my credit score down, which then means when I do need some kind of credit, my interest rates will go up. She's like, not necessarily. I was like, no, no, that's how credit works. You're like, very necessarily. Yeah, I was like, that's how credit works. And she goes, <laughs> and she just goes, uh, what would she say? She goes, no, I don't think so. And I pulled a total Larry David on her. I just looked at her. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. So I, I go up to the front. And at this point, like, she was very friendly up until we get to the cash register. And I pretty much told her, I'm not getting a card. Yeah. She just completely dismissed me. Oh. Yeah, completely dismissed me. From that point, like she wouldn't she wasn't talking to me. She's like, you know, told me the price, made me scan my card, and then she said to me, Bye. Oh. Bye. That was it. Bye. Yeah, just bye. I was like That's terrible. And so I was leaving, I was like, fuck you, ho. Bye yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I thought like then I had to like try to rationalize why her behavior was okay. So I was like, you know, she's got you know, she's Mexican, so she has to have at least like fourteen and a half kids. Yeah. Right, living in a really tiny house, and uh, you know, and she's trying to support this family on like tortillas and beans, right? <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, and so this commission in weenies. weenies, yes, in weenies, and so you know, this commission would have helped her, right? You know, so I was like, man, like, okay, now I get why she was upset. I didn't feel bad that I didn't do it because I have my own fucking agenda, and it's not my fault she had sex with her fucking husband unprotected fourteen and a half fucking times. <laughs> That's not my problem. You right, know what I mean? Right. But I understand why she was upset. She didn't have to be a fucking cunt about it. No. But I understand. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I would be very irritated. I don't like... Okay, you know where we work? Yeah. I (laughs) When I take our clients to, like, Walmart or whatever, I refuse to do the... the normal checkouts. I always take them to the self-checkout now. Yeah. Because it's like... I have, I have dealt with so many like bitchy people and you know it's just they're having a bad day. Yeah. And you didn't do anything to them. You know that. But they're so cunty to you that it's just like, I don't know. I would be pissed if I were you in that situation. Yeah, cuz she just totally shut down on me because I didn't want to get her credit card and fuck up my own credit so she could make some money. And even if like and that's the thing is it's like a shot in the dark. Yeah. Because if I don't get approved, then she doesn't get it anyways and then I'm fucking fucked. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, no. It really screws you twice. Is yeah, what happens. It, yeah. It really like I, I get I get fucked all around, and then she gets home and gets to feed her kids weenies. <laughs> so yes. Have you heard about this? Uh, this is kind of something that's blowing up on the internet. The uh, the sad grandpa. Sad grandpa. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, papa. Oh yes. Yes, it's it's a big thing, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I imagine our listeners probably have seen something because. I've seen it blew up like two days ago for me. Yeah. I saw it once and I was like, oh, like that's kind of sad. Yeah. And then boom, 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 boom. I saw like a shitload of them. Right. Yeah. And so basically uh, what happened was, uh, let's see if I have any any backstory written in this thing. Uh, I do not. So basically, I guess this this grandpa made 12 hamburgers for his six grandkids. Mm-hmm. Right. So two apiece. And uh, only one of his grandkids showed up. Yeah. And so she took a picture of him looking all like, all, well, he looked like he was eating. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently he's sad. Yeah. And the, it was a tweet and it said, uh, 
Something like Papa made 12 hamburgers for six grandkids, and I'm the only one that showed up. And everybody was like, oh, poor Papa, you know, and they're yeah. making memes about it, and they're making fun of it, yeah. and it, it's a big thing. So um, so there's this article. The sad grandpa who won people's hearts is having a cookout for everyone. Huh. Yeah. Within 24 hours of this girl tweeting that, she received more than 70,000 retweets most of which express sentiments similar to this one, which I can't see because I didn't print all the retweets because <laughs> okay. I don't like wasting that much fucking paper. But uh, the five absent, absent grandkids heard the Internet's rallying cry and decided to make it up to their papa with a giant cookout. Wow. Yeah, they're inviting people saying that papa is having a cookout and everyone's invited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cookout is taking place at a flea market. Wow. In Oklahoma on March 26th. So after this is published. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the burgers are going to be $2 each, and they'll be selling T-shirts boasting, I had a burger with Papa. Wow. For about 25 bucks. Uh, it was Papa's idea to have the cookout, which I think is fucking hogwash. But um, <laughs> they added that Papa is over the moon about this newfound internet fame and wanted nothing more than to celebrate with some burgers. Uh, though some news outlets reported the proceeds would go toward the grandkids' college educations and oh, charities, uh, the uh, news, the bu- uh, BuzzFeed news, I got this off BuzzFeed, said that all proceeds were going to Papa and, quote, what he decides to do with them is his business. Uh, he's, uh, I guess the grandson, one of the grandsons said, we're not doing this, uh, we're not, we don't want anyone to think we're doing this for fame. <laughs> we're a family, very family-oriented fa- Oh, a family-oriented family. Oh. <laughs> That's why y'all didn't show up. Oh. We communicate all the time. We want people to learn a lesson from this. Call your grandparents, tell them you love them, go eat with them. This is fucking bullshit. You know, okay. <laughs> it is. It is, but at the same time, I really want to go visit my great-grandma right now. <laughs> it Okay, I mean, it's great that you learned a good lesson from it, but yeah. you have to admit, like, what happened was, these people, this probably is not the first time this bullshit has happened. Mm-hmm. Where a fucking papa just wanted to hang out with his grandkids, and they totally told him to go fuck himself. Right, right. right. And so finally, one of the grandkids is like, no, fuck that. Like, I'm going to tweet this. And she didn't think anything of it. She just thought, like, oh, my friends and family are going to be like, oh, whatever. Yeah. And then it blew up into this thing. And so now you got these five other grandkids with their dicks in their hands looking like fucking assholes. Right. <laughs> And so they're like, what can we do to amend this? Yeah. And now it'd be great if they're like, well, let's just invite everybody. And, you know, everyone can fucking a potluck would have been fine. Yeah. Right. But no, they're saying we're inviting anybody who wants to show up, but you got to pay to eat and you can buy these fucking shitty T-shirts. And then the money is going to go towards our college fund or whatever Papa wants, which Papa is fucking probably retired yeah. and is probably comfortable and doesn't need all this fucking money because he probably has a pension, Social Security, whatever. And so he's going to put it towards their college anyway. So these kids basically took a shit on their grandpa and now are capitalizing on it. Mm. Or is that just my cynical take on the world? I or? mean, I hear what you're saying and I don't entirely disagree but at the same time why do you care so much it it because it's blowing up it's because 
it's not that I care. Like, I'm not gonna. Because you seem ir- you seem I'm angry. Very, I'm irritated. I'm angry because they're taking fucking they're taking advantage of this poor old fuck. What if they're not though? What if they really are just like? I don't think so. Okay. I think that they're fucking assholes. Wow. I really do. I mean, where were you? And so it's great how like you're there when all of a sudden there's money to be made. And fame to be had. So you're you're mad about the money, that's all. No, the money and the fame. That they're only yeah. there because A, they got caught. Mm-hmm. And B, now they realize, like, people actually gave a shit about this. Right. And are actually going to come and, like, raise money. And, like, give yeah. their money for this in their time. And then they get to look like they're great about it. Like, oh, look, we're throwing Papa a party. And he's going to love it because he loves people. And he's over the moon for this idea. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, and I think it kind of, it reminds me of that whole, you know, they're showing their true character because when nobody's looking, you know that thing when no one's looking, like what you do, when yeah. you, what you do when no one's looking. When like they thought no character. one was looking, they were nowhere to be fucking found and right. Papa's sitting there. I love calling him that, by the way. Papa. Yeah, he's sitting there with, let's see, he made 12 hamburgers. He probably had two. The one who took the picture had two. So eight hamburgers left, right? Yeah. Yeah. By my math. No, more than that. Because he had... So he made more than that. Yeah. I imagine. Doesn't matter. What matters is he fucking... They weren't there. Where yeah. were they? When no, when they thought that just those two were... The, okay, well, Grandpa will be irritated, but it's okay. He's going to fucking die soon. You want to know something sad? Hmm. My, I have a great aunt. Aunt, uh, aunt, aunt. aunt. <laughs> and she lives in National City, and she's a little sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I visit her. I have visited her twice in my life. Yeah. Um, that I recall. And uh, <sighs> so she's kind of she's old as fuck now. Yeah. And um, people are in the family are like, oh, she you know can't walk alone and stuff. So they were gonna put her in a home. I found out about this recently. Yeah. And. Uh, they were like, oh, we're trying to find someone to go live with her and take care of her. And I heard about this about six to nine months ago. And I was like, okay, I mean, I, I can't do that. I have a job and a life in Ramona. And, like, you know, I can't go do that. I well, going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I had uh, about a month ago, my mom was like, well, she's going to pay someone to do it. All of a sudden, you're like, like oh, shit, you know, I got... <laughs> I was like, I have so much free time. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, so I was just... I was going to go visit her and uh, check out the arrangements. Oh, man, you're a scumbag. <laughs> I know. And uh, my mom was like, well, I thought you didn't want to. I'm like, I mean, it's not that I don't want you're to. Like, you know, I kind of miss her. I, I, I just, know, I... but I I didn't. So does it make me less of a scumbag that I didn't do it? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm also I... not taking care of my elder, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess you're less of one. I feel really shitty, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I I get it. It makes sense to me. I mean, like, I, uh, when my grandpa died, like, it had been eight years since I'd seen any of my family in Michigan and stuff. Yeah. You know, and so my uncle calls me and he says, you know, grandpa's not doing too well. He's probably going to go soon. Yeah. And we'd like you to come down here to see him before he does. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so I like I did everything I could. I pulled some strings. I got paid time off from work and and I flew down. I flew up to Michigan to to see him before he died. Mm -hmm. And I didn't actually get to like right when I left, he went into like a coma. Right. Yeah. So by the time I got there, like he was out, he was gone. And then within like, I think I think I was only there maybe 48 hours and and then he died Mm -hmm. while I was up there. And, you know, we did the memorial and all that stuff. And, uh, 
you know, at first I felt kind of bad, like, wow, the only time I can come see my grandpa is like when he's dead, you know, is when he's right. dying and or my family, you know, yeah, is when there's like a tragedy. But then like then I kind of got over that because for one, like I wasn't expecting anything mm-hmm. like I wasn't expecting to be like, oh, you're so good to see your grandpa. Like I got to see all my family and reconnect. And then and now, you know, we're we're still my family and I on that side, like we've never been. Not that we haven't been close. We just, we live far away. They're in Michigan. I'm in California. Yeah, they're out of state. Yeah, they're out of state. But like, we've kind of kept in touch. And now I have this kind of rapport where it's like, all my cousins are like, if you want to, the next time you come out here, like, let us know because we will let you stay for as long as you want. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've always, that's always my, my exit plan. Mm-hmm. Whenever like I'm feeling like shit, I'm depressed. Like, I'm like, I'm going to drop everything and move to Michigan. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then I realized that Michigan is fucking bitter, frigid, fucking cold. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I could do that. No. You know, I was, while you were telling that story, uh, I just kept thinking, like, well, fuck, they're, like, out of state. Like, you you know, it makes sense to me. Yeah. All of my family with, but okay, except one person mm-hmm. literally lives within an hour of me. <laughs> yeah. All of my family. I mean, I have some cousins that live in like Mexico or whatever, but yeah. other than that, is I was that's really sad. But that's an hour away. Fuck. Like, Honestly, like, like you know, my mom, my brother lived in L.A. Now they live in Vegas, which is yeah. only a few hours away. Mm-hmm. And then my dad lives like fucking right, you know, twenty minutes away from me. Yeah. My uncle lives, you know, with like an hour, and I never see him. Like after my grandpa died, I think he felt like his responsibility to even interact with me was like done. Oh man. Because, like, his only thing was he'd see me for Christmas. I, I told this for the Christmas episode. Yeah. Where I only would see him for Christmas and my birthday, and that was so he can give me money for my grandpa and grandma. Right. So once grandpa died, like, he didn't have to give me money anymore. Yeah. So he, like, stopped fucking seeing me. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, whatever. I don't really like the guy anyway, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, but on my mom's side, she had two sisters, and we have no, we haven't seen them in years. Oh, wow. Like, I've never met my mom's youngest sister. Hmm. Ever. Like, last time my mom saw her was, like, 1986 or some Jeez. shit. Or 88 or whatever. Basically before I was born. It's not relevant because I wasn't alive, so why should I care? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but it was before that. It was, like, pre-Daniel. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, like, before I was even thought about. Like, I was... I don't even think I was a sperm in my dad's ball sack at that point. Aw. Yeah. Like, that's how that's long sweet. it was. Yeah. It was great. Um, so I've never seen her. And then my other aunt just kind of disappeared too. After my grandma died, we'd never heard from her again. So jeez, oh, her or her daughter. So I have a cousin and aunt out there somewhere in the world. So if and, you're listening, yeah, <laughs> Daniel would like to meet you. Yeah. Or well, would you? Well, it's funny because before I knew, and this is kind of a shitty, not a shitty story, but this is going to make me seem like kind of a shitty person, but I was like five years old. So who gives a shit? Yeah. I, uh, I first met that cousin and. I had just started learning about girls. Yes. And sex. Yeah. At five. <laughs> and so I thought that like boys and girls just all had sex whenever they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I met my cousin and I was like, I'm going to fucking have sex with my cousin. Yeah. Like this is going to be great. So I was like, I was like trying to flirt with her and I don't know how five-year-olds flirt, Oh. but however they do it is what I was doing. That's so cute. Yeah. It's cute except for like, it's cute when a five-year-old tries to flirt. It's not cute when a five-year-old tries to flirt with the knowledge that there's a vagina. <laughs> That's very true. You know? So. Yeah. And so like for years after, like I was still, I, I started to learn that like, oh, society wouldn't be cool with me fucking my cousin. Yeah. You know? But like, 
But in my head, I was like, I wonder if she'll come around ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> was she your age? Yeah. No, she was like two years older than me. Okay. And I just like, for me, I didn't know any better. So it was just, she was a girl. Yes. And I thought she was attractive. And we were just like really close for the time. She was only at my house like for like the week before my grandma died. Oh, okay. But we hung out a lot. Like my mom pulled me out of school while my, you know, before my grandma died and stuff. And so we went to like family fun center uh, now called Boomers, yeah. and uh, just a bunch of different places. So I got really close with her, just as a as a cousin too. Mm-hmm. But um, and then they just up and left, and I never saw them again. Wow. So you know, and it's kind of it's kind of awkward to talk about that because like <laughs> my brother listens. Nice. Yeah, and it's his cousin too. So hey, Daniel's brother. Yeah, right. So, but uh, but yeah, no, I um. It's so back to the point of of like family. I don't have any real family on my mom's side, mm-hmm. you know, and I just have the family on my dad's side. So to bring this all back around <laughs> to the topic at hand, yes. when my grandpa died, <laughs> I felt like I, I really needed to go back and reconnect with my family. Right. And uh, it was it was really it was cool to do that. And ever since then, like every year, I'm like I'm gonna make it a goal to go to Michigan, like for at least a couple weeks. Yeah. And then something happens. I don't have the the funds or the money to, to go up there. And then I fuck it off. And now it's been like three years since I've been there again. So I figure I'm doing another five. No, oh, fuck. I'm, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds about right. My whole family gets together. So we're all very close uh, in proximity. Like we all live very, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, We don't hang out really when my grandma died, we all just kind of like, well, we don't have to do this anymore. So why would we all chill together? Yeah. Um, but anytime anyone dies, which they're all really old now. Yeah. So whenever someone dies, we all kind of like, hey, get, how's it going? Get together but, and pretend you care. But it's sad, though, because because we all live so close together, we all kind of know what's going on. Yeah. But so, you guys know like grapevine stories. Well, yeah. But I mean, it's pretty... It's like a very small game of telephone because oh, we all live in the same town. Yeah. So it's just we all kind of know. So when we all get together, when someone dies, it's like, how do you, what do you, what do you talk about? Yeah. There's nothing to talk about. There's a, everyone knows everything. Yeah. Shit. Uh, police in Massachusetts town are warning residents to be on the lookout for men challenging passersby to <laughs> rap battles. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, Charlton uh, Charlton police are saying that a black SUV containing a group of men in their late teens or early 20s pulled up next to three teenage boys this Saturday afternoon. One of the men got out of the vehicle and started rapping. <laughs> the other men then asked the teens if they wanted to, quote, spit some bars with them. Ooh. When the boys declined, the men drove off. Uh- police say it doesn't appear to be an attempted abduction, but the boys were frightened. <laughs> Anyone with information is asked to contact police. Yeah. I, I kind of want to go watch that. Yeah. Uh, the Charleston City's website says it's one of the 50th safest cities. 50 safest. 50th. Did I say 50th? <laughs> yeah. It's one of the 50 safest cities in all of Massachusetts. Wow. It's so safe that this is a fucking story. I love that. This is a story. That's so awesome. The boys were frightened because... Some... Okay, but spit some bars. <laughs> if you're from Massachusetts, you know... I mean, there's there's How a lot you, of spit some bar folk. Is there? Yeah. But spit some bar. It sounds like like someone stuffs their dick in your mouth and you're like, no, 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 
No, spit, spit some spit bars. No, that's totally. I've never heard that. That's totally a culture out there. I'm very white. Yeah, you are very white. I'm like glow in the dark. <laughs> You're Barry White's niece, very white. <laughs> Luminescent. Oh my god. Your Evanescence cousin. Oh, Luminescent. No. Oh wow. You used to be part of the Lumineers, but they kicked you out and called you Luminescent. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm spitting bars on my own over here. Yes, you are. It's beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I saw that story caught my eye. I didn't think it would it would produce really anything crazy. I just thought, like, these are the problems the city's having. Yeah. Like, it, it literally has no climax. Like, <laughs> like you start to read it and you think something's going to happen. Like, you really do. You're like a black SUV containing a group of men in their late teens, yeah. early 20s. Pull up next to three. Oh, dude, it's almost. Oh, my God. You could totally do, like, fucking. <laughs> What? Right? Breaking news. Police in Massachusetts warning residents to be on the lookout for men challenging passersby to rap battles. <laughs> Charlton police told Toe on the Trigger News that a black SUV containing a group of men in their late teens, early 20s pulled up next to three teenage boys on Saturday afternoon. One of the men got out of the vehicle and started rapping. The other men then asked the teens if they wanted to, quote, spit some bars with them. When the boys declined, the men drove off. Police say that it does not appear to be an attempted abduction, but the boys were frightened. Anyone with information is asked to contact police. With Toe on the Trigger News, I am Daniel Ruffles. Yeah, that, that worked really well. No, that, that went really well, didn't it? You know what, though? With the music, it does sound more, uh, it sounds scarier. It sounds scarier. But then yeah. you're like, then you actually listen to it, you're like, wait. So, what happened? So let's, let's break this down. You're walking down the street, right? Mm-hmm. You're just minding your own business. All of a sudden, a black SUV pulls up. <laughs> right? And you're like, oh, fuck. Hooligans. Hooligans. Right? Schmuckery. And like, for some reason, I picture like, the window rolls down. Yeah. And like... Like I don't picture like a suburban or something okay. like or like or an Escalade. Oh. I picture like I picture like a a Ford excursion. <laughs> okay. Like an old no a Ford Explorer. Yeah. Like a two thousand three. Yes. With a duct taped mirror. Oh fuck you! Right, and <gasps> it pulls up. Yeah, it pulls up, and uh, window rolls down, and this little white kid's like, "Yo, dog, <laughs> want to spit some bars?" Does it say what color they were? Um, I don't remember. It doesn't. I don't think it does. It, so you it, think it, they were white then? Uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. 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 Just as uh, just as a group of men. That's all it says. Then they were definitely white. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> if it, it was this article, would be like seven pages if it was black folk. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Their finger or any other color, really. Yeah, it doesn't really anything brown, anything yeah. a shade below the status quo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i picture some white like yo dog you kids want to spit some bars and they're like eh, i i just want to play with my crayons <laughs> and they're like all right that that's cool bam they're gone wow and then the kids like pissed his pants he's got <laughs> he's got urine running down his leg his mom's like oh my god they totally scared my little johnny i'm gonna call the police this is outrageous we have hooligans in town I love that word, hooligans. They're listening to the rap music. <laughs> Gives them the brain damage. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that's that. Wow. I mean, that sounds pretty accurate. It's, uh, I don't know. 
I feel like if that happened in San Diego, nothing would happen. No, no. If somebody called the cops, and like, because I mean, like I said, it's the fifth. It's one of the top fifty safest cities. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not saying that San Diego is not safe, but like, if you called the police and were like, "These kids got out of their car and challenged me to a rap battle," <laughs> they'd be like, "Do they have a gun?" You know what? I can okay. If that happened at like IB, or you know. Even like Carlsbad, no one would do anything. If it happened in like maybe Julian, I can see a little panic. Yeah. You They're know? like, oh no, <laughs> they're bringing that ethnic stuff to our town. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that ethnic rap music. Yeah. <laughs> Satan's gibberish. Satan's <laughs> gibberish. <laughs> the old tongue of the devil. Yeah. Uh, dear Abby, I'm a young man who is currently in college. When I was an infant, I was circumcised. And I feel violated that my parents decided to circumcise me without my consent. When the doctor performed the surgery, he took too much off, which causes me pain. When I was in grade school, I was sexually assaulted by an older classmate. But I feel much more violated from the circumcision because it took part of me that I can never get back. Wow. I am filled with hate and anger toward my parents, even though I know it is unfair to them because they believe they were making the right choice at the time. My parents know how I feel and are sorry, but I still have these negative feelings toward them because I can't get the procedure undone. Do you have any suggestions how I can overcome my dilemma and build a better relationship with my parents? Sincerely, cut short in California. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, wow, I feel sorry for that young man. I feel like he's a fucking pussy. I mean... I mean, it sucks. I mean, I, I guess it sucks, but it's like... I mean, the fact that you can get sexually assaulted and then your circumcision is more traumatic for you. Like, you obviously weren't sexually assaulted. You had sex and you uh, liked it. Oh, my Daniel. Okay. That's my thing. I, I mean, feel like it. Oh fuck. I did, my brain exploded a little <laughs> bit with that one. Um, first of all, he did not say he liked being assaulted. I don't. I, I, he didn't say he disliked it. True, true. He said he felt much more violated by the circumcision. Oh, my God. Because it's a part of him that he'd never get back. Well, I feel like... He would rather be molested than miss a part of his penis. Which sounds like most men. Yeah. I mean, he he barely touched on it. He says, I was in grade school. I was sexually assaulted by an older classmate. I mean, I think he's just saying sexually assaulted because that's the term that they used when he was a kid and he got a bunch of attention for it. So he's like, yeah, I was sexually assaulted. But like when it actually happened, he was probably like, all right, I'm getting touched in a <laughs> funny right. I'm getting touched in a funny way. This is different. So uh a few weeks ago I had found this article called The Most Ridiculous Surgeries Men Pay For to Look Better. Yeah. And one of them is <laughs> uh one of them is penis enhancement surgery. Okay, that makes sense. Not like a not like a penis pump. It's a surgery. It's an actual surgery. Yeah, because there's like there's like two inches of hidden cock. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but what stood out to me? Okay. So just to let you know, the approximate cost for this is five grand. Okay. Totally worth it. Basically, <laughs> um, I I didn't read the whole little because they have like little sections for each little thing, and this is the in the middle of the article. It says, "All in caps, guys." Mm-hmm. Whatever illusions of do 
wait, illusions of dong grandeur you have, mm-hmm. it's not worth slicing your dick open and inserting <laughs> mechanical bits and pieces. Okay, right? I didn't know that was what it was about. I thought it was just the one where they just pull the shit out. No, no, no. This is like extending. They also <sighs> have like lengthening your legs. Terrifying. I, I know someone who got that done. That's recently. terrifying. Not as terrifying as fucking with the penis. Too. That's 85 grand, okay? Oh, and then there, this one is my favorite. I, okay. So most of these things, are you yawning? I'm yawning. Wake you know? up. I'm fucking tired. You leave me the fuck alone. So no more pussy for you at 3 a.m. Um. <laughs> Uh no, but most of these are you know they're in the thousands. Okay? Yeah, they have like abdominal etching to put like abs on you and shit, right? <laughs> but it's like a surgery. Okay, what the fuck are we coming? And that's to? four to six grand. All right, this one now, clutch your your package here. Oh no, laser testicle ironing. 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 And it says yes, getting your balls ironed with lasers is now a thing. Why? Uh, the what wrinkles, the... dude. <laughs> oh, you mean wrinkles. you mean your nut sack? Yeah. So they take the wrinkles out of a nut sack? Yes. Okay. Now I will be the first to agree that the nut. And I mean, you might disagree with me because I think you have like a thing for balls, right? I love balls. Okay, but for me, like I think balls are like the ugliest thing ever, right? Yeah. But but a guy without balls, <laughs> way weirder, right? So I... like ugly as ugly as they are when they're not there, you're like. The fuck? I've had that before. Oh, I've seen porn like that. It's weird. It's I like it. I don't that, like it. The guy with the porno. The makes porno me uncomfortable. Dude, yeah. He didn't have balls. That's weird. It makes me uncomfortable. It was just like ass and then dick. And then <laughs> like, dick. Yeah. There was no. Yeah. Yeah. That makes but, me uncomfortable. No. But this is the craziest part about this ironing situation. Okay. Okay. The price? $575. That's just, fucking ridiculous. And they just iron the fucking wrinkles out of your nutsack. Yeah. So I this, can't even picture what that would look like. This says the treatment employs the latest high tech tools to pew pew lasers <laughs> pew, pew. at a man's uh B sack to remove hair, erase wrinkles, and correct discoloration on the scrotum. Oh man. Isn't that gnarly? Dude, that's I was telling a guy uh this <laughs> and he was just like rubbing his balls like fuck. <laughs> no thank you. They have mustache implants, army transplants. That transplants. <laughs> Five like, grand for I, that. I wonder how much you have to pay to get like Burt Reynolds when he dies. Right. You're like, I got dibs on Burt. <laughs> Muscle implants, which I have seen them go very wrong. Oh man, that's terrifying to me. Oh, what increasing Im- your ass size. <laughs> Don't do that, Daniel. I'm. I'll save a lot of pants. Oh fuck. I'll save a lot of pants. Yes. <gasps> armpit botox for heavy sweating oh, needles in your, oh, in your sensitive places oh dude no i don't do the armpits dude no. yeah it's pretty bad oh, no that's gross that was the extent of my show prep that's fine but uh i just i'm trying to fathom what a ball sack without wrinkles would look like okay. i can't question or no okay i was asking a very close friend of mine mm-hmm uh about this and she said she i i presented the idea like picture a guy with 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 ironed balls <laughs> okay and she's like i don't know what that means i was like no wrinkles picture that it's beautiful and she goes they are beautiful i'm like oh my god you've experienced this now okay when you're okay again picture this second a guy's dick 
Okay. Okay. I'm fully Put there. there. There we go. I'm there. Okay. Let's do this. When when I'll commit. When the dick is hard. Okay. okay the balls also get hard. Uh huh. All right. So there are less wrinkles, and they kind of go like up closer to the shaft area. Uh huh. So there are less wrinkles. It, they're not wrinkle free. You know. It you just seems to me like little... when they get closer, they wrinkle more. No, no, they don't. Oh. They get. They just. They look like they walnuts. Get... Yeah, but but. But then when they hang low, it just it looks like a fucking it looks like a burlap bag. It's hard to tell with hairy guys, but guys who shave their shit, you know, mm-hmm. it's very the wrinkles are they get they get a little straightened out. It's a little it's a little tighter when neater. it when they when they're sucked up. Yeah. Huh. But so but she was saying that this guy had like perfectly smooth and I smooth meaning. No wrinkles. How does that even... I can't picture that. That'd be weird. I kind of want to, though. I want to see it. That's strange. It's like, people are doing weird shit. You know, I'm all for, like, you know, the, the body is mine. and <laughs> It's a canvas and I'm an art piece. And, yeah. But come on, people. Like, let's fucking live beyond... Like, let's live within reason with certain things. Like, what's wrong with the body that we have? Like, I mean, a lot. I mean... Honestly, there's not though. Like okay. maybe it, on an individual basis. I mean, because I know your family, like their bodies are pretty throwaway. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's like the it's like having a disposable camera versus like a right a DSLR. It is. Um, no, but like, but in a sense, like the human body is so there's so much shit going on. That's awesome, right? Yeah. But like, and I get like you want to get a tattoo or a piercing because it looks cool and it's like it does its it's. You know, it's artwork. Yeah. But, but to go in and be like, I don't like the way that nature made my nutsack look. So I'm going to iron it. I'm going to fucking iron my nutsack. Yeah. I don't. I feel like kind of like the balls were an afterthought, though. You think this, like, God just kind of fuzzed another one of his drunk mistakes? Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. When those things get hot, they're going to be falling pretty damn low. <laughs> Yeah, I well, mean, it's just, fuck it, not my problem. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like they were like, "I'll just stick these on here." I'll just, like, I'll just slap these bad boys right there. Yeah, be like, look, look a little turkey gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> Adam's like, "Dad, don't touch me there." Exactly. The first case of child molestation in history. God touches Adam's nutsack. That's amazing. That's great. That's why he was all fucked up and shit. Had mommy problems and carried it on to Eve. Uh, He's uh, like, eat the apple. He's like, no, I'm not allowed to. Bitch, I said eat the motherfucking apple. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. And the rest of his life was shit. That's, that's a very sad story. That's a very sad story, but it's on point. True. <laughs> on Point Bible with Daniel Reppels. Oh, God. <laughs> I should try to sell it to a TBN. You should. I should be like, all right, look, I got this concept. <laughs> on we, Point Bible. We got... I got this. I'm gonna go up to all those, you know, those rich fucks. Yeah. At TBM, be like, okay, look, there's a demographic you guys aren't hitting, and if you hit it, you know, that's more of a demographic, which means more money. Yes. And they're gonna be like, money? What? Huh? Money, 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 money. I can't do it. <laughs> money, 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 money. There we go. Beautiful. Okay. Gotta do it loud enough. Okay. So, and they'll be like, well, go on. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, all right, Sunday programming. Right after Benny Hinn, in between Benny Hinn and John Hagee. Is it Hen or Han? Benny Hinn. Oh, okay. Yeah, Benny Hinn, John Hagee. Right in between the two, bam, smack dab, 
on Point Bible, Daniel Rumpels, for the young folk, the inner cities, the kids who don't know any better. I like the sound of it. But they'll never be able to watch it because they're fucking poor and can't afford satellite. Because they're fucking poor. <laughs> That's sad. Because you can't just have TBN, you know? True. I could do it on the 700 Club. <gasps> That's with, terrible. With Pat Roberts. I'll be like, dude, hey, check it out, man. Like, Trump for president, first thing, you'd be like, yeah, I like you. And I'll be like, all right, second thing, end of the show, on point Bible, Dana Rebels, bring in the kids, bring them in, bring them in. I'll just say, you know, I'll I'll start it out with, like, you know, praise Jesus, story time, fuck faggots, and then, Don't fuck the faggots. Don't fuck the faggots, but fuck them over. Because God. (laughs) Amen. And then he'll close the show out. The credits will roll. This is a little bird. I don't know what kind of bird it is, but I I know that they use, they always have a dove. Yes. Represents, you know, something, the Holy Spirit or whatever. Represents something. Yeah. It's just, that's what they do. Yeah. You know, got to give, got to give your money. You know what I love about those people? Hmm. I love how there's an evangelist whose last name is fucking Dollar. I know. I love that. His name is <laughs> Creflo Dollar. And I bet Creflo is Swahili for gimme. <laughs> Right? Give me dollar. Give me dollar. <laughs> That's amazing. I fucking bet, dude. All these fucks are they're all fat and they're all rich. Yeah. And they have big ass churches with like state of the art technology in it. <laughs> you know? And they're over here, all the money's for Jesus. I'm like, what's what's Jesus spending it on? He's all <laughs> walking around with sandals and a tunic. <laughs> Where's Jesus' suit? Right? <laughs> I bet Jesus isn't getting scrotum ironed. Oh. <laughs> but Benny Hinn is. Oh, God. <sighs> they did a special with him, too. They they did, like, a special about those evangelists. Yeah. And they asked him, they're like, why do you need a, why do you need your own private jet? Like, why can't you fly, like, first class on a normal commercial liner? Yeah. And he just said, like, that's not the life I want to live. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was, like, his answer. Wow. He's like, I just, I don't. You know, I have the money. Like, why would I do that? Exactly. I get that. <laughs> we got a we got a piece of listener mail. <gasps> we did. Dear to on the trigger. Mm-hmm. I've been dating my boyfriend now for six years. Recently, I found a folder on his computer filled with hundreds of pictures of him in a diaper, holding a rattle, sucking a pacifier, etc. <laughs> she put in parentheses. I wasn't snooping. I had a real reason to be on his computer. I was looking for something. Mm-hmm. All right. I know the photos are old because his ex is in them. I really love him, but this this is also really this also really fucking creeps me out. Should I confront him about it or should I just let it go? I'm really conflicted. Sincerely dating a baby in Seattle, Washington. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you for that dating a baby. She, her name she actually said uh, her name's Michelle in Seattle, Washington. Hello, Michelle. Hello. And uh, <laughs> I'm answering for her now. Thank you. And uh, you guys can send your email to take a shot at toeonthetrigger.com if you have a question. But uh, Cassie, what are your thoughts on uh, on Miss Michelle and her dilemma? Uh, it's hot. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> so uh, I I can respect that as a as a chick who has snooped in her boyfriend's shit before. Yeah. Do you um, think she was snooping, or do you think she really had a legitimate reason and stumbled? Well, I always had legitimate reasons, you know. So you think it was less of a stumble and more of a digging? I think it was more like, yeah, I think there was a shovel involved. Um, (laughs) 
Because, yeah, I don't think that that's one of the ones you you hide deep in like a folder called like tax returns 2012. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, look in here and then right. you don't. Yeah. Huh. So I, uh, I think, I think she should talk to him, honestly. I, I always did. It always went well for me. Um, <laughs> but the problem with not talking to her boyfriend is that, um, it will just eat away at her. Yeah. And every time she leaves the house, he's, she'll be like, where's the fuck is his diaper bag? Like, she'll be like freaking out. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. So he probably keeps it in his drunk Michelle. But, um, yeah, I, okay. Do you want to know my thoughts about the whole situation or about the baby situation? Whatever. I mean, whatever you think. I mean, she says it freaks her. She wants to know if she should confront him, but I guess she didn't go into, uh, you know, she's just, I guess she's conflicted as to why, as to what, cause the pictures are old. Yeah. So it could have just been a fetish that his ex was into, but I uh, doubt it since he's saving the pictures. And he was the one in the diapers. Yes, true. That's a whole thing, dude. People yeah, that, really that is a get thing. into that. They're um, really into it, yes. It's uh I I follow a few a few people on Instagram <laughs> who are into that. Um I follow weird fucking people on I, Instagram. I do, and it's it's very interesting though. Like they're they uh, like, I hate Instagram because they'll they'll have these little videos of like, okay, first of all, Instagram is fucking up because they'll have people who are like into this whole adult play shit thing, right? Yeah. Literal shit though, because like they wear <laughs> diapers and they use them. Do they really? Yeah. Wow. But so they'll have like, like these people who look like normal fucking humans. Yeah. Right? Because babies like, aren't normal humans. Well, you know, but like they look like a normal person. They and look like, like adults. Oh. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is they'll have like, we wear little onesies and we have diapers and blah, 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 right? Yeah. But then they have like these model chicks with like the fucking contoured faces and the curled hair and you're just like what the hell and then they have like the diapers halfway off and then they're like oh we're changing the baby it's so weird but there's nothing actually sexual about it though right no yeah they fuck them oh they do yeah. okay they fuck wow. each other oh wow and at like as a baby <laughs> so let's let's put herself in michelle's shoes all right so she um i guess i don't know like what what she wants to know like if she should confront him or not and yes. I mean, I think it's one of those things where if obviously it freaks her out. So that's not something she'd ever be into for right. what I'm gathering, which again is fine. Yes. But, uh, and I mean, they've been together for six years. So let's assume that he's not finding his jollies elsewhere. Yeah. So he might be over it or he just, that might've been a phase. Okay. So that's not something to really worry about. Maybe, you know? So I think that she should just literally like. I mean, if she had a legitimate reason to be on his computer and has nothing to really hide as to why she stumbled upon it, mm -hmm. then coming about this would be a lot easier and like, oh, well, I found this. And he's like, what the fuck were you doing on my computer? And what if he wanted her to find him? That's why she was on his computer. These all add up to different things. Well, so he might want to bring it up to see if she's into it. He or he just feels guilty about having them. I had an ex do that. They were like, they would leave their computer out and I would go through it because they, they knew I would go through it. And um, uh, he had a whole folder of his ex-girlfriend of nice. the photo shoot. And I, we had just moved in together for the first time and I was like, I was new and afraid and high <laughs> all the time. And, uh, 
And he went in the other room, and I'm like really quickly like clicking through all these pictures, and they're like she's like half naked in them. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, oh my god, I thought you'd love me, but I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. I left. I made one of the pictures his wallpaper on his laptop, <laughs> and then I left the house. Actually, I think I locked myself in the bathroom, and he like he walked out there, and he's just like, hey, babe. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, no. So that happened. But oh, um, I had no. Aggressive. Yes. But, you know, so I think we both were kind of fucked up in that situation. Yeah. But um, I, I really think that if she, I still think she should confront him, even if she didn't, even if she was snooping. Because, yeah. you know, I have an issue with people who get mad because, okay, I, I respect people in my life's privacy now <laughs> yeah now i do yeah and uh privacy is important it is and i i would i would expect people to respect my privacy however you hear that nsa <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but um i have no webcam on purpose anyway <laughs> i uh uh what was i saying you're saying you respect privacy oh, now yeah i respect it now and but I don't even know how to say this. I just, I, I feel like if you get mad at someone that you're dating because they found something that you don't want them to find, don't get mad to the point of like, well, we can't talk about the actual issue because you, you invaded my privacy. Like, yeah, I think it's, it's just that I think that's just kind of cheap. Like, yeah, I think this could be a growing thing for them uh, yeah. because it's like he, she can like, she can actually make like a positive thing out of this, like make yeah. it. Like a date almost. Be like, hey, babe, whatever the, you call your your boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> Yo, bae. <laughs> we can go out to the fucking place and eat some fucking chow down and do some fucking Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> do some Netflix. Oh, no wonder I'm not getting ladies. I'm not springing the fucking verbiage. I know. That's what I need to do. I need to start being like, hey, you, me, Netflix, chill. You no, know, you just got laid, though. That's kind of fucked up to say. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, but that was like, never mind. We're not gonna get into. You were like working on that. We're one not for getting a bit. into pill. No, I uh, not really. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was kind of like one of those things where it's like you know we were sort of like we. It's not a big. I deal. feel like she was a a one point five. A bu- a pill one point five. Yeah. Yeah, it was something like that. But um, anywho, so back to you know we have pressing issues here. Okay. It's not about me. All it's right. about it's about <laughs> Michelle and her bae. Yes. So, you know, you could say, okay, look, let's go out on Friday night and go to our favorite eatery. The children's place. <laughs> like, he likes Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> and then you go, and then when you come home, you sit him down, you say, look, I was on your computer, whether it was supposed to be or not, I stumbled upon something that was kind of disturbing to me. Yes. Uh... I understand that that's something that you are or were into. I'm kind of freaked out by it. Mm-hmm. I don't think about you any less, but think of you any less. But that's not something that I'm into, and I hope that's not something that you would expect me to do. Right. So I think that's a really good way of uh, coming about it, because coming at it, because um, it's not accusatory at all, and it's yeah. very. That lets the guy just be like either. It lets you know that you accept it. Yeah. 
but you're not a part of it. Right. You know, it's like, you know, I accept that that's something that you're into. It's not something I'm into. So let's both respect that and learn how to like compromise. Let's learn how to compromise and, you know, be because I mean, they've been like I said, they've been together for six years. So something has got to be working. Right. If they're happy. Yeah. Which, I mean, I've been in a four-year and was not happy. So this could be like, this could be your out. Like, yeah. you might want to get the fuck out now. Like, yeah. if you've been waiting for your out, that's it. Well, and I think it, okay, so I think it allows the guy to kind of be a little more open about it. Because even though she's not into it, you know, maybe one of their compromises could be you can look at you know, I don't know if they're cool with porn or not, but like you can watch that kind of porn yeah, and not be all secretive about it, you know, because I, I had that experience too, where it was like, you know, someone that I was with was into something that I really was not into at all. Yeah. And once they were open about it with me, I, I was like, oh, okay, you don't have to hide this. I'm not going to participate. Yes. But, but this is your thing. But this is your thing and that's cool and I love you and you know, whatever. And so I, I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. So that that's our answer, Michelle. Uh, just talk to him. Yeah. Communication is important. And if the, if you, that's if if you still want to be with this guy. Yeah. If you don't, this is your out. And yeah. This is a perfect out for you to like just run. Run, Forrest. Yeah. Run, yeah, run Forrest. Shit. What the fuck are you doing <laughs> over there? Sorry. Oh man. I think it's time to wrap it up. You think so? I think so. All right. I'm the host. I do what I want. Yes. Speaking of which, we're going to start reformatting here soon. Oh, yeah. Yes. My co-host is gone, and the ship is mine. I am the captain, (laughs) and I am taking control. I'm going to be changing up the website and all kinds of other stuff, so you guys can see those changes. If you want to make some contributions to the changes, leave us feedback on our various uh, social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, any of that. You can also... Send us an email, take a shot at toeonthetrigger.com, or leave us a voicemail at 863-546-8688. That is toe, 546-T-O-T-T, because I am just that clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was supposed to listen to the Cave Crew podcast, because they left us some love on ours. Um, I did not get a chance to listen to it, but maybe you guys can. <laughs> Go and leave them some love. Uh, they're I think they're from England. They're from over there at... The over the pond is that what they call it? Yeah. Uh, anyone listening on the Wicked Radio Network, thank you. You can catch us there. I still don't know what that means, but they have a lot of good shows. Uh, you can also check out the hashtag Potter and Family on Twitter to see all the other podcasts that uh, are kind of within the same niche as this show. Um. And yeah, tell your friends. Hit subscribe, Stitcher, iTunes, any other one. And until next week. Keep your toe off of that trigger. <laughs>